The Real Fitness Podcast, Episode 010. Try a little kindness. That is one language that the deaf can hear and the blind can also see. Kindness is one thing that helps you live healthier, happier, and longer. I mean, showing affection, care, warmth, and empathy are virtues that you think about when you hear the word kindness. And these are virtues that people don't seem to value so much these days. It's like thinking you've shown me kindness just because you liked my Instagram posts. That's not the definition of kindness. I love innovation and technology, don't get me wrong. And I like you to like my posts on Instagram at Real Fitness Club. That's my handle. Please love every post. Don't be a monitoring spirit just scrolling through. I mean, just take a pause and, you know, read my caption and show me some love. I really appreciate it. There's nothing wrong with enhancing our lives with technology, so long as we do not lose sight of the things that make us human. Just being able to listen to a friend, engage in a conversation, you know, choosing not to slander a friend, being accommodating to your colleagues, believing the best of someone not just believing the worst of them, giving them a benefit of the doubt. Sometimes, yeah, that's going to make you look foolish, but it's part of the things that make us human. Being able to forgive, pay for a friend's lunch when you can, give a hug, give a smile. These are the little things that just makes us human. Kindness. Listen to this quote by the Paul Sears Distinguished Professor of Environmental Studies and Politics at Oberlin University in Ohio State, Professor David Orr. He said, and I quote, The plain fact is that the planet does not need more successful people, but it does desperately need more peacemakers, healers, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of every kind. It needs people who live well in their places. It needs people of moral courage, willing to join the fight to make the world habitable and humane. And these qualities have little to do with success as we have defined it. Now, speaking from a fitness perspective, being kind does one thing. It takes the attention away from you. And many times when you're not so into yourself, you give yourself a chance to make progress towards a better health and fitness. Showing kindness helps you relax and it also promotes the secretion of endorphins, what we call the happiness hormone. It is very important for your health, for real, for real. Now, contrary to the notion that kindness is a sign of weakness or it might even lead to you being taken for granted or people taking advantage of you, no, my dear, it actually requires a lot of courage to be kind. It's not a norm in our world today and to stand out in any way in today's world requires a whole lot of courage because many times you walk away from a fight, many times you play the fool just to avoid, you know, 
clash between you and a friend or you know to show love to someone or people who might not be able to show you back or reciprocate the love that you're showing to them that's a lot of courage that's a lot of you giving yourself off which is not common in our world today now as you know i like to bring you a whole lot of stories and usually for every episode of the show i try to have a theme of discussion but the beauty of stories is that it connects with us on different levels i might be talking about some acts of kindness which is today's episode title and you will just go ahead and learn like the power of love or the power of prayer in the midst of my conversation with my guest or whatever story i'm telling you might pick something totally different and that's why i try to encapsulate my topic of the day in stories that way there's a whole lot for you to just pick from and you get blessed somehow matter of fact my stories are actually better than the network news so y'all just keep listening to me guys <laughs> anyways i have a beautiful show planned out for you today i hope you really stick around enjoy My guest on the show today is an international event host and MC. He does a lot of weddings and concerts all over the United States and around the world. And we met up recently and we talked about so many things from the delivery of his new baby. We pray with the baby all the time in her womb. So I remember before I left, I just said to the baby, I said, baby Sham, please, whatever you do. Sam, the name you gave to him. Yes, Samwa. <laughs> Samwa meaning... Um, you know, it's another name for God. And also, God has heard our cry, Samuel. And it was also um, my wife's father's name, Samuel. Oh, okay. So we named him Samuel, right? Samuel Nanajimai Williams. So his life as an entertainer? I tell people that I'm not just an MC or I'm not a comedian. When I first started, I was struggling with the two. True. Right? True. I, I'm, I'm not a comedian, but people were pushing me to be a comedian. And we even went into settling the scores once and for all on what country has the better jollof rice between Nigeria and Ghana. Ghana, uh, Ghana jollof and Nigerian jollof, this is the truth. It depends on who cooks it or who makes it. Awesome. <laughs> it depends on the cook. So as you know, I, I consider myself part Nigerian, right? So um, I'm, 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 Kofi is by blood and uh, Nigerian by association. Awesome. And uh, my Nigerian name is actually Emeka. So a little backdrop. Nigeria and Ghana are neighboring countries in the west of Africa, um, just like Canada and the United States are. And jollof rice is a staple type of rice dish made with tomato paste and other condiments. The both countries argue over whose variation is better. And my guess is Ghanaian by birth and Nigerian by association. So you see why he was kind of like a perfect person to settle that score. <laughs> the part of our conversation that you'll be hearing about today is how he got a job being a valley guy while he was studying for his master's here in Philadelphia. And after school, he couldn't even get a job because of the recession. And how a selfless act of kindness from a stranger led him to his first job. And then we also talked about how he started his event hosting and MC career. He literally moved on the word. He's a man of great faith. He's married to a beautiful lady. Her name is Priscilla. And they both have a son whom he calls baby Sam, as in Samuel. His name is Kofi Emeka Williams, also known as MC Kofi Williams.
I studied architecture. I studied construction management. I also studied facilities management. I actually have a dual master's in that. And a dual master's in facilities management? In, and in, in construction management and sustainability. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's what actually brought me to fit to come and do my master's. What's cool? Um, so I started off at UPenn and I finished at Philadelphia University. Oh, okay. Because they gave me a better grant. So I better you know so at some point you know money is king so oh yeah true. whoever is giving me the lowest that's what we do so you got done with school at yeah. philadelphia university yep and then and then started working for vanguard oh vanguard okay but before i started working for vanguard this is true story true story um while i was in school it was doing the reset while i was doing my masters my dual masters it was doing the recession so I understood that I, I had an architecture background, and I understood that making a switch from architecture to construction, nobody would hire you if they've not tested you. It doesn't matter if you have a master's, if that's, there's no experience, that's so true. no one will hire you. So I began to, um, I began searching for construction companies in the neighborhood, in, in all of Philly. I called every one of them just to tell them, hey, I'm doing my master's, but I want to do a free internship. I was telling them I wanted to do a free internship. And nobody, everyone is like, no, it's a recession. Uh, you know, they don't feel good about letting me work for free. I told them, it's not your problem. <laughs> it's, this is something I want to do, right? And I realized that in life, if you don't stand for what you want, you, you might always miss out. But if you don't fight for life will only give you what you fight for. So I I literally kept pursuing them to the point where some of them when I pick up this, oh this is the this is the guy with the African accent. They're like, <laughs> oh your resume is on file, we'll get back to you. So my, you know, and I, I my program was supposed to be more than three years, but I did it in a year and a half. Because it was a do master. So I knew that my time was short, so I needed to find something, even if I did six months. It's still, it's something. Uh, I kept praying and nothing would open up. But because I was wanted to do something free, at night I would do valet parking. I would go to school at night and then from like 10 o'clock to about 2 a.m. do valet parking and then come back because I was using that to pay, you know, phone bills and rent and things like that because I couldn't get a real job, you know, yeah. because of school, um, because of the taking full loads. So I remember God gave me this idea and every time you pack somebody's car, ask them for their business card. Don't, don't worry about the tip. Just ask them for their business card. So I said, okay. I know sometimes the weird things you hear. Right? Oh, yeah, so I, every time somebody parked, I would ask them for their business card. So a time came where I got to meet a lot of top-notch people because we were parking in the middle of Philly. Really top-notch people and I will just send my resume. And there was one time a guy came to park his car. I'll never forget him. His name is Macaulay, Patrick Macaulay. If you're listening, Patrick, God bless you. What kind of car was he driving? Uh, he was driving one of these, um, I think like a Ford Fusion, one mm. of these uh, hybrids. Hybrids, okay. So the parking spot that he has, right, his company has paid for it until, you know, for eternity. So... No one has to park his car for him, right? So he has that spot. So he comes and he parks himself. So one time we were, I was working that day and he walked up to me. 
And he said, hey, how are you? I said, good. He said, I don't know you, but there's just something about you. You don't, you look like you don't belong here. This is somebody I've never spoken to. That made me realize that people are always watching you. You just never know. You don't know who is watching you. True. So the guy just said to me, he said, you don't look like you belong here. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm in school. I'm only doing this just, you know, to get by because my work schedule is hectic. And he said to me, he's like, what do you do? So, I, you know, we talked a little bit. The next time he packs his car, he'll come by again. You, you know, we'll chat up. So one day he came by and he said to me, he said, Kofi, it would be my greatest joy that one day I come to park my car. You wouldn't be here because I would have helped you. Oh, wow. That was his exact statement. Angels are real. God wow. uses people. At this time, it's almost getting to December when I have to defend my thesis. So I'm, I'm busy writing my thesis. And the guy calls me one time and he says, Kofi, send me your resume. This is a week before graduation where I'm defending my thesis. And I get an email saying, hey, Kofi, um, are you available to come in today for an interview? But, you know, because, again, I've been looking. So it's like one of those things. Yeah, whatever I had planned, I'm canceling that day. <laughs> so it was one of those things. I, I called them and they said, if you could come within the next hour. So Kofi went for this interview. He was really excited about it. He had a chat with HR. He had a long conversation with the VP of the company. He was really excited, but he didn't get a job. And he decided that he was going to go home back to Ghana for Christmas. And uh, when he gets to Ghana, after celebrating a Christmas and a New Year, he was just going to stay in Ghana and begin to distribute his resume just so that he could get a job. And then this happened right on his way to the airport to Ghana. On my way to the airport, I get a call, and it's a vice president. And he's like, Kofi, he's like, uh, I have good news for you. I said, yes, sir. He said, uh, "We didn't, after we, you left the interview, we didn't have a position. But based on your background and what we were convinced that we could create a role for you. The role that has never existed in the company, but... We're going to create this role for you. And we know you're a perfect fit for it. So we wanted you to start on the 24th of December. Wow. <laughs> In excitement, I said yes. Because it's like I've been waiting, not just waiting, but when the recession time where out of my graduating class, only... One person had a job. So, as you would expect, Kofi signed off a letter at the airport in Philly and cut his trip to Ghana short just so he could be back before the 24th to start on this new job. The company that gave him this offer is called Hollister Construction. And what he didn't know at the time was that... While I was there, right, at Hollister Construction, Pat McCauley's best friend was the first PM I actually interviewed with, but I didn't know. He didn't tell me that. Oh, really? At that time, he didn't tell me. So I realized the connection, right? That, oh, Pat, Pat McCulley, his best friend was that guy. And so he said, yeah, man, when I saw your resume, I had to share it. And I'm really glad you're on board now. So we, he and I became very close friends. That was kindness from someone, Patrick McCulley, a guy who met another common valley guy every morning when he was going to work. 
Now, the recession in the United States got very worse. And after about a year, Hollister Construction had to lay off Kofi to fire him. And it hit him so hard. It was such a, a blow that while he was talking to me, I was bawling in tears. Are you for real? Um, <laughs> the, hey, man, we're keeping it real, right? Let's keep it real. Let, yeah. We're keeping it real. The reason I was bawling in tears was not just that he, they fired me, but I was just thinking, like, God, like, I didn't have, you brought me here. So why would you just disgrace me like that? Like, you just dropped me. Like, at least give me a hint. Like, come on, right? And uh, I cried a little bit. But later on, I sat in the car. I cried a whole lot. And I was just in the car, just crying. While in the car, crying. Balling my... I mean, bro, like, you should have seen me. My eyes were red, you know, crying. I get a call. Kofi, um, we're shooting a movie. Uh, someone recommended you. We've not seen your work, but the way they spoke so highly of you, we want to cast you for that role. Are you able to come to Houston? <laughs> and I laughed on the phone. <laughs> and I said, sir, I actually just got fired. So when do you want us to start? And the guy said to me, as early as possible. So how soon can you, you know, can you come? And I said, well, today is Friday. Uh, give me Sunday. If you can buy my flight for Sunday. I'm coming to Houston and we shoot movies. I'm sitting in the car really down crying and I get this call. And that's how the Nollywood films I've done. By God's grace, I've done at least eight of them. Nollywood as a Nigerian movie industry? Yeah, yeah, <coughs> no, yeah, Nollywood, yeah, the Nigerian entertainment industry. So that's the main hub in America. It's in Houston. It was while I was in Houston shooting, Vanguard called me. Their talent and requisition group called me. And said, "Hey, uh, we want you. We want you to come in for an interview." And I hadn't heard of that. I actually thought Vanguard was a newspaper. So Kofi got a second job as a facilities manager with the Vanguard, one of the world's largest financial institutions. And the funny thing is that he also did not apply for this job with Vanguard, even though this is Kofi's story. I think Patrick McCauley is a star of this part of his life. Um, I mean. Don't we all need a Patrick? <laughs> or maybe the question should be, what if we were all Patricks in our own little way to many other people? I mean, what would the world be like? Hmm. Anyways, Coffee left the Vanguard after about six years for a better government job in Boston. Many of you know him, Coffee, as an MC or as an actor. So our conversation will not be complete without touching how he went from a career in architecture and facilities management to also becoming an MC. Now, this part of his life also happened through the connection of a friend, then another friend, and many friends. Um, so a friend invited me to his church. He said they are doing a program. He said, hey, come, come. Come, uh, it's called Gethsemane Ministries, and the pastor's name, or the pastor's name is Prophet Richard Ousu. Um It's here in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Um, so he invited me, so I went. So Prophet Owusu, the pastor of his friend's church, gave Kofi a couple prophecies on that day, and one of them was that he should just become an event host, 
an MC. Just like that. So he said to me, young man, I, 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 I want you to take this thing serious. Go and start the business, the MC business. So the next day I called Chooks, who's my best friend, Chooks AM. Big shout out to you, bro. <laughs> so I called him, I said, bro, this is what God spoke at this event. Um, and uh, let's take pictures. So I went, took my picture, went on Vista Print, printed it. Right away? Right away. Before bro, you had your first gig? Yeah, before I had my first gig. Every time I talk about my MC um, business or side, I have to bring God into the mix because it was never my idea. I stumbled into it. And God used a man of God, like I said, Prophet Richard Ousu, big shout out to you, uh, to, to, for me to see that. And my first client was actually EJ and Yummy, who are now currently in uh, oh, Houston, Texas. So big I shout out to Chicago. No. Oh, Houston. Houston. But the wedding was in Chicago. Because the wedding so, was in Chicago. Yeah. So my first wedding was in Chicago. So now it's now saying that I need to maybe when I do my maybe 20 year anniversary or so, I might go back to Chicago. Wind City. Yeah, Wind City. <laughs> so. The thing, what made it interesting um, was that Yomi was planning to propose to EJ. Yomi and EJ are mutual friends that we have. I actually missed the wedding though, but Kofi was instrumental to the wedding proposal by the guy, Yomi. And EJ, the bride at the time, insisted that Kofi must be the host of her wedding. That was his first, and he actually got paid for it. $300, my first MC gig gig oh wow and so we flew off flew to chicago and i remember sitting in the car with shooks sean dj sean since then he's been balling big time in 2017 he actually hosted about 52 weddings and in 2018 he hosted over 62 weddings that's more than an average of one wedding per weekend and he even cuts across cultures in his hosting career. I believe my niche now has become in multicultural weddings, uh, like a Chinese and a Nigerian, like, you know, American and, you know, African. It's, that's now, as, is, is now my, my major, um, clientele or audience base. Um, so I love that because, uh, my style is very different. Um, my style, I tell people that I'm not just an MC or I'm not a comedian. When I first started, I was struggling with the two. True. Right? True. I, I'm, I'm not a comedian, but people were pushing me to be a comedian. And I, it took, it took a few events for me to redefine and say, no, I'm not going to go watch someone else and, you know, come and regurgitate that, you know, so I wanted to slowly come up with my my style, the MC Kofi Williams brand or the MC Kofi Williams style. As an MC, my job is to create the right atmosphere. And once you create that right atmosphere, everything else comes along with it. So what I started doing is I started creating an atmosphere of love if I'm at a wedding because we're here to celebrate love. Laughter comes with it. Dancing comes with it. Excitement comes with it. Bro, if you come to any of the weddings that I've, I've been doing, we turn it into a concert. Because from the onset, 
I try to let people know the reason we're gathered, why we're gathered here, it's not really because I want to showcase my talent. It's because of the couple and it's because of their love. So now I put, I take the pressure off me and I put it back on the audience. And because they're also there and they have good intentions to celebrate the couple, they're more and now excited. I give people opportunities to sing during the event. So people, it's very engaging. So my style is a very interactive style that allows friends and family of the couple, right, to come and enjoy the couple, right, and also showcase their talents, not my talents. I just create the atmosphere. It seems like Kofi has been a recipient of kindness after meeting Patrick McCauley. And so I asked him if he has learned anything from Patrick. I, I believe that because I'm very active not just in church, but outside of church. I'm, I'm always running to people where I'm having conversations with them. And sometimes, you know, um, they say something that, you know, picks my attention. And, you know, maybe it would, it would be like, you know, I might either say something to make them laugh or say, you know what, let's go, let's go to a restaurant, let's go eat. You know, just to do, you know, just acts of kindness, just doing them. If, if not, maybe always calling to check up on them uh, and or praying with them, you know, either on phone or, or actually or finding them help because with the platform that I have, I'm very networked. So if someone says, hey, I'm looking for a job or this is daunting on me, I'm, I'm in this industry, you know, I go through my phone, hey, you know. I'm sure you have so many more Patricks now. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of Patricks, right? Patrick did it for me. So I'm also doing it. So I've always been someone that I've, uh, in the back of my mind said, I'm always looking to be a blessing to someone. Um, and I don't always want something in return, right? Just being, just reaching out. Patrick never asked me for a dime. You know, not even my tights. I'm just joking, but. And there was this funny story he told about helping someone with drug addiction. Now, drug addiction is not funny, but there was a part of the story that was, I omitted a friend's name and the location just for the privacy of the friend. The game. So I just sat next to him and he said, Kofi, like, you're really amazing. Um, I know, like, just seeing the way you MC the wedding. So we're just talking and I began to share my story with him and he broke down crying. So I was a bit confused. And he said to me, he said, Kofi, um, I think the reason why you're sitting next to me is because I need help. And I said to him, what do you mean you need help? He said, uh, he has a drug addiction problem. And that, as a matter of fact, he just finished, you know, doing some cocaine, like literally. And he said, I want to give it up. And I said to him, wow, I'm really shocked because, you know, it's, it's not something I expected. So he actually brought this, you know, the bag and... He said, Kofi, I don't want to do this anymore. And I said to him... What does it feel like? Did he taste it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That crossed my mind. I, I The reason... It's a good question. I know it, you're laughing, but it actually crossed my mind that... Maybe, I expected to let, because let, it really let, crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> maybe let me taste this thing just to... Like, what exactly is he feeling feel or like. what does he get from it? But then the thing is, you never know... I have two questions for you before we call this quits. Yeah, <laughs> the no first one is, well, the first one is not really a question. I'm just, I'm connecting the dots right now. And I'm like, huh, 
could it be that the reason why you had to get into hosting events because I know that most events happen during the weekends mm -hmm. and now for the prophet to tell you that God said, okay, you should be doing this. Maybe because he had actually, it's something you were supposed to have been doing for a long time because your name actually means Friday. Yes. Coffee means Coffee Friday. Coffee means born on Friday. <laughs> born on Friday. To and all the people out there, if you're born on Friday, you're Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and events happen Friday, you know, weekend events happen during the weekend. I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to connect the dots right here. And it's like, well, could that be the reason? Anyways, that aside, I'm finally, guy. I just wanted to see if there was something you wanted to say um, to um, someone out there because while many times we talk a lot about our physical fitness yep. and whenever we use the word fitness, mm. the first thing that comes to mind is how I look physically. Mm. But one of the things I try to do on this platform is wow. reaching out to people, the entire man as a whole, mm. because I believe that it stretches beyond your physicality. Your physicality is not all that there is to you. Correct. You know, there is more to you. And that's why I use rest. Then I use exercise, I use food, and I use love also. And when I get a love, I get into relationships of different kinds with yep. your boss, with your family, with your yep. kids. Yep. Um, when I get the rest, I'm using travel, I'm using humor, I'm using um, meditation, even worship, different mm. kinds of things to help you really rest, different kinds of exercises, different kinds of food, and different kinds of um, relationships with love. Because I believe that we are, there is a lot to us than just... Yes. what I do in the gym, yes. pretty much. And, you know, I feel like, so our conversation today falls into the category of what I call soul fitness. Wow. As much as we've talked about, we do a lot of physical fitness out there, and yeah. there are a lot of people who do that on the show. Yeah. But this conversation falls into what I call soul fitness. And I wanted to ask if there was something, you know, you want to say, you know, to someone out there. You've talked a lot to people about how to manage issues, taking things one day at a time. I'm sure that a lot of people are going to pick up one thing or the other from your story that is really going to, you know, resonate. impact them, resonate yeah. with them. Yeah. Things that we might not even know at all. Mm. You know, there might be a Patrick somewhere listening like, wow. oh, okay, I I also see someone, I think I should just help that guy who might, you, we never know, you just know. But is there something else that you, you really would want people to know? Mm. Um, maybe it might be part of the conversation we've had. It might mm. not be. Okay. It might be part of a question I've asked. Maybe not. But is this something that, you know, all your life you've always wished <laughs> I could tell people this thing. <laughs> I've always wanted people to know this thing. But I, I, I don't know why they don't get it. Now the mic is yours. <laughs> Um, this is not a question. This is nothing. This is just you saying, like, I've always wanted all of you to know that <laughs> two plus two is not four, it is six. Organa rice is better than Nigerian jollof rice. Whatever score you wanted to settle, all this while, you might take a minute, think about it. By the way, guys, you know, there's always this debate about Ghana rice and Nigerian yeah. jollof rice and Ghana jollof rice. I don't even know what, what it is all about. You know, can I tell you something about that? Ghana, uh, Ghana jollof and Nigerian jollof. This is the truth. It depends on who cooks it or who makes it. Awesome. <laughs> it depends on the cook. So as you know, I I consider myself part Nigerian, right? So um I'm I'm um Kofi is by blood and uh, Nigerian by association. Awesome. And uh, my Nigerian name is actually Emeka. 
Mecca. Awesome. Coffee in Mecca. Yeah. Um, awesome. Henry, I just want to uh, commend you for what you're doing because it's very unique. Um, not just thinking about the physical, um, the physical aspect of our fitness, but also the emotional, the, the, Even the, the spiritual, the spiritual. and I, it's, uh, it's an amazing, um, packaging you're doing. And I pray that God will take it higher and you'll be a more blessings and that God will open more bigger platforms for you because Thanks, man. you see what's going on in our world now with, you know, a lot of, um, mental illnesses and mental, um, mental, um, challenges that True. people are having. Right. And so for you to really find a medium to reach out to those people, it's, it's really remarkable. So thank you so much. Again. Thanks, man. I receive it, man. Um, Kofi. Um, so one of the things I've always, I, I have a passion for young adults and young people. Why? Because I really believe that, um, from a young age, we should, we need to find out what our life assignments are and work a purposeful life. I believe that once you start working a purposeful life or working in your life assignment or what you believe that you're meant to do here on earth, I believe it brings, it, it, it brings confidence. It also, um, it also, um, it breeds um, energy, right? For you to wake up in the morning and always have something that is driving you. Also, always think about collaborating with people. You know, often at times we think we're one man island. You know, sure. you don't want to share your platform. You you don't want to allow um, other people to to share that platform with you. True. And I will tell you this that. Um, your association really matters and whoever you attach yourselves to can either make or break you. I'll be honest with you. Anytime I go to a program and I see another fellow MC, believe it or not, I will hand the mic to that fellow MC or give them the opportunity to be a part of what I'm doing. And, and so being, being open-minded, being able to collaborate with people or collaborate with other folks in either in your industry or with what you're doing helps you to become a better leader, um, a more confident leader. So it's only confident people that would give their platforms. True. You have to be secure to right. do that. And we all need someone. Uh, you're not an island. Um, always also think of ways to be a blessing to people. Um, you know, you're talking to a friend and they say, hey, I have an interview tomorrow morning, right? If you want to be a blessing, set your alarm clock. If they told you their interviews at nine, set your alarm clock for seven o'clock and call them the next morning. It can be as simple as that. Hey, bro, I want to make sure that you're up so that you can make your interview. But these are small little things that, you know, we don't think much about, but these little, uh, uh, things are way, this is the mindset of being a good Samaritan. Um, literally can open doors for you. It can allow you to um, grow as a person. And I believe that, Henry, you're going to get that big platform. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I, I believe you'll get an invitation on either either by Oprah Winfrey or Steve, Steve Harvey or yeah, any one of these those, guys. Those, uh, Incidentally, you mentioned those two names. <laughs> those are the two people 
two names wake me up steve harvey oprah winfrey yeah those are the two people i want their jobs real bad but i want their jobs as a matter of taking it over from them not like i want to displace them no no i really want them to see me like you know what um you take it over you just get what it takes but it's just continuing the legacy yeah those are the two people here for a short period so <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah that's what you meant by take, taking their jobs continuing the legacy yeah and, and so, i yeah. look forward to playing this clip for them Whenever the time is, Oprah, you're gonna hear this clip. Steve, you're gonna hear this clip. I said it, and um, big shot. I love those guys. I love what they do, and um, thanks a yeah, lot, amazing Kofi. people. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. So, so, how can people hook up with you if they need you for anything? Yeah, just to follow you or yeah. for the wedding gigs or anything like that. Yeah, sure. So, um, I'm on Instagram. It's MC Kofi Williams, all one word. So it's MC K O F I Williams with the S. With so an S. MC okay. Kofi Williams on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook, MC Kofi Williams. Um, you can also email me at Kofi underscore Williams, the number five at yahoo.com. And then you could call me on 443-695-7863. Uh, funny enough, when clients call me and I'm booked, I find other MCs for them. The awesome. fact that you reached out to me, I still find a way to be a blessing. So, Sometimes someone will call and say, hey, Kofi, I really want you, but since you're booked, and then I'll say to them, no, I can get you an MC, what's your budget? And then I reach out to the right people, and they give them discounted rates because I reached out, right? So I help clients like that. So, um, also, they need vendors. So I know a few vendors like DJs, photographers, all these folks, and I'm always looking, right? If I'm not able to help you, I would find you someone who will. And oh, so, awesome. um, you know, I have people always calling back to say, hey, thank you so much. Um, and, and again, I, I, if you don't take anything away from me, just at least remember that every little thing you do goes a long way in making someone's day. Awesome. And so uh, keep that in mind. This is MC Kofi Williams. Okay, guys, as a wrap up to this conversation, I want to send a final note. Do not forget to be kind to yourself. Many times, we're usually very, very hard on our own selves. We are our own hardest critic. But if only we can just forgive ourselves for our mistakes, errors, the shortcomings, and whatever it is, our lives will be so much better. Now, this doesn't mean that you should be nonchalant or mediocre, no longer trying hard at the things that you're supposed to be doing or your goals. All I'm saying is that after you have tried your best, take care of your heart by being able to still forgive yourself of your shortcomings and your mistakes. What is it like you failed an exam or you couldn't reach a goal you really wanted to or you fail to provide for your family the way you wanted to. Whatever it is that has made you very disappointed at yourself or makes you very hard at yourself. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe for a few minutes. Cool. But after that, forgive yourself and move on. And keep trying to be the best that you can possibly be. Be kind to yourself. I would almost say, as a matter of fact, I dare say that if you're unable to show kindness to yourself, sometimes it's very difficult to show it to other people. Or we get into the dysfunction of being able to 
only show kindness to others and being very unable to show it to ourselves and those who are very close to us, the people who need the kindness the most. I mean, it's funny how some people are just kinder outside and they're never kind to the children or to their own spouse. I know of many spouses who look at their partners outside and like, are you really this kind? Like, could you really be this nice to somebody? If only I could receive half of such kindness. If only I could speak of you half of the way others outside spoke about you. You know, it's a very cruel thing when you can't show kindness to yourself or to those around you. So while we talk about kindness, some of you might be saying, you know, I'm very kind and people think me to be nice. Um, yeah, that is cool. But take it a step further and be kind to yourself. Be kind to those who are closest to you, who are an extension of yourself. Because one part of you is you, and then those who are immediately around you, they are extensions of you. Be kind to them. By doing so, you're also being kind to you. So holistically, be kind to yourself. It makes a lot of difference. It helps your sanity. It helps your total well-being. It helps your wellness. And just in case you're asking, where does kindness fall under the whole parameters of what we call real fitness? Kindness falls under rest and it falls under love. You know, real fitness, real stands for rest, exercise, authentic food and love. And we talk about these topics and everything in between to help you live a holistic, balanced 10 of a 10 life. And kindness is a way for you to rest and relax your soul. Kindness is also a way for you to express love to yourself and to those around you. Science and research has shown that this goes to help your well-being overall, helps your sanity, helps the reduction of diseases. Yeah, just by being kind, it really, really does help you. So try a little kindness. Try a little kindness. Just try. I believe that that's how we are wired. And I believe that it's just part of what makes us human. And I believe that we're gonna be better happier and healthier just by trying a little kindness. Thank you so much guys for listening to this episode. You guys keep me going. Please take a moment to review this episode or the podcast as a whole on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to me from. It really goes a long way when you rate the show, when you review the show, when you leave a comment. It helps our visibility. It helps people find us when they search for us. So please, please just do me that little favor, you know, look for these stars and just, you know, give me five stars or seven stars (laughs) and just rate and just review. Just say something, you know, let us know what it is you're thinking about. I read all the comments and these are feedback that I get from you. And it helps me, you know, get better. It helps me know what you like to hear. It helps me know what episodes really got to you and how to keep serving you with the most authentic, most refreshing and high quality episodes. So do me that favor, guys. And also, please share this with your family and friends. Tell someone about these and also let them know to review and leave a comment. If they can't, show them how to do it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
Today's episode was edited and produced by me. You can find me on Instagram and follow me at Real Fitness Club. Our theme music was arranged and composed by Eddie Wally Jr. You can find him and follow him on Instagram at E Wally Station. That is E W A R L E Y S T A T I O N. And the opening song that I used for this episode is a song titled K is for Kindness, recorded by Tori Kelly for Sesame Street. I'll put a link to the full song in my show notes. And don't forget the real fitness pillars rest, exercise, authentic food, and love. So, rest your body, work your body, feed your body, and love somebody. I am your fitness and lifestyle coach, Henry again. Bye for now.